Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Good day, and welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. And I'm Leslie. Oh. We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. Each week, Leslie will give her reaction to the true crime and paranormal stories that Lorraine and I tell from up and down the East Coast. As a reminder, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all for informative purposes. Damn, she said that quick. She said, hold on. I said, hold on. I was going to say, what happened? I don't know. She went real fast. I was like watching a TikTok, and then all of a sudden it was over. Done. I was like, shit. <clears throat> Jesus, Mary and Joseph, Linda, you good over there? So, where are we going, Leslie? I'm just gonna take a wild guess. I'm not. I'm not gonna guess the state. I'm gonna do one better. Mm. I'm gonna guess the town. <laughs> Salem. <laughs> oh my god! Where are we going? I was like, yo, what if she picks the wrong thing? Like that was me. Boston. <laughs> I know. What I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Barbados. <laughs> Linda's throwing darts. Yes. So we are going back to Salem. So this is episode three of Salem Witch Trials. But today it's going to be a little bit different because we are doing Salem Hauntings. Welcome to episode 76 mm-hmm. of East Coast Creep. And it's going to be based around the Salem Witch Trials because like they have hauntings in Salem, obviously, that have nothing to do with like the witch trials. But everything I'm going to talk about is based around the witch trials and things that have to deal with it. Because, yes, personally, if I was one of the people accused and murdered for being a witch and when I wasn't a witch and then I'd be like, you know what? Fuck y'all. Now I'm going to be one and I'm a haunt your ass. Okay, so maybe not a witch like a ghost. (laughs) But still, all that shenanigans was considered evil by the Puritan. Evil. <laughs> Are you guys saying it because of why I think you're saying it, or is that just how you say it? Um, I do say it because of Barnacle Man, Barnacle Boy, Mermaid Man, okay, and Barnacle Mermaid Boy. Mermaid Man, Barnacle. Okay, that's what I was thinking too. But I also did. Evil. I also said it like that beforehand. Before uh-huh. I, uh, Mermaid Man from SpongeBob. Yeah, I know, but I thought we were saying it with a B. Yeah, I was. Oh, I was too. She did not. Email. You like that? Yeah, but the way that I was... Anyway, whatever. The way she screamed it. Yeah. My inflection was that of Mermaid Man. We don't like SpongeBob up in here. One does. Speak for yourself. I am. Uh, I said we, and I meant yeah, me. And me. She was speaking for the even number, odd numbers. <laughs> you know, it was so funny. The other day, I was just like... Because when we were on sabbatical, our mother was like, just do like the best of or like funny things. And I was like sitting there. There's too much to go through to make yeah, it be a best ba- of. Basically. <laughs> and so I was like sitting there and I was like, fuck these you guys. Have, like 10 episodes. 
I was like, not going to be here for my birthday. I'll just do Lorraine's favorite moments. And I was like, I was sitting there laughing so hard because I thought about the um, Ray Rivera when we had Lydia. <laughs> and you and I were like, aww. And her and Linda were like, Bleh! when I said that they were so in love. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, even numbers together forever. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, uh... <laughs> that and then the sweet and pungent <laughs> gross <laughs> just throw things all over the place no he won't he's half asleep and then what was the other one that i was thinking of oh man definitely linda crying about dinosaurs oh my god <laughs> like a thousand percent Linda. when, I, ta- when I tell you that my big one still brings that up to me. She's like, I let her listen to it. I know. She's like, remember that one time you cried on the podcast? And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> like, you don't even listen. Yeah, I know. But um, I know about it. I'm like, you know what? Get out of my face. Mm-hmm. It's a TikTok. I know. And then but she's um, never going to see it. I will send it to her. And then what was the other one? Mm. It's literally all the same moment. It's like a 10 minute yeah, clip. Is that a TikTok? Hmm? No, I don't think so. It's a real. You, I don't know if he posted it, but it's a real. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But it was like, it's like a 10 minute segment. And it's, we're doing Stephen Brian Pinnell, the guy from Delaware, the Route 40 killer. And I'm trying to say that the woman is partially clothed. And I kept saying, I kept parch and partially clo- closed and like stuff like that. So I'm just like crying, laughing. And then when I finally get it, you just hear Linda. So she got the dog hair in her mouth. <laughs> there were so many things, so many things, so many things. <sighs> That's why you just need to make the clips as you make like, the, as, as edit. i edit yeah. yeah no i started doing that and so it's just like i gotta do all this stuff i know i like those too when i worked at lowe's i used to do that all the time and just sit there and watch it this would be very bad for me yeah like when i was on the phone with disgruntled customers and i would just be listening to them scream at me i would just shake my dry erase pen and watch i the would ink. be like i did i would do that and i'd be like Ooh. <laughs> it's like those little those little like what are those little water games that you push the buttons and then it's like the rings fly up and stuff? Mm-hmm. It's like that. Kids don't know about that these days. I love them. Oh. But everybody that probably listens to this podcast knows about those. Yeah, games. like those little. <laughs> they look like uh, little tiny aquariums. Yeah. And then the what was the One other? A basketball. Those hoop. ones that you like turn over and it's like the liquid is different colors and it's like. The oil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The oil like hourglass. Rings. <laughs> anyway. I don't know where this came from. <laughs> so we're in Salem. We're going places. Oh, okay. So this is after the trials. Oh, hell how yeah. Long, how long after the trials? So some things are almost instantly like right I after the trials. I wonder why. Because everyone was innocent. Well, yes, everyone was innocent Tom in the trials who was said to be a witch so like we can only imagine how much animosity these people harbored towards the people that convicted them because bitch let me tell you i'd be like you put me in the gallows and i'm standing there they ask me any last words i'd be like yeah uh-huh 
a plague upon your houses because i'd be just quoting shakespeare up there <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i would just be like pissed off i'd be like i'm gonna come for you and you and your little doggy too it's just everyone's gonna go down everybody and your crops they're gonna burn all of them oh gonna die god. you're gonna burn wicked witch of the west you're gonna die <laughs> i'm marcuccio and the wicked witch yeah, of the are. west <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Maybe so buy your tongue and buy your thumb and mucosar. Oh my god! Like legit, the fucking uh the Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know why. That's like seriously my favorite because it's just like what. What is happening? It's everything all together. Like all of the everything all together. And it's just like amazing. Uh, okay anyway <laughs> we're off track <laughs> so one of the first places that they kind of noticed the haunting not necessarily haunting but yeah 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 it was hauntings uh that were happening was at they call it oh lord have mercy i got the hiccups i've been hanging out with leslie's kids too much oops they call it the witch house okay mm-hmm. jonathan corwin was the judge who presided over all of the trials except for when they went to like that whole uh hear and decide yeah. kind of thing then it was like the mayor and like all those really big right. people they were like shit y'all you guys are acting crazy so he was the one who <laughs> was the most involved i was gonna say influenced the most involved in it he lived in this house during the witch hunts and he was the one who they basically was like, they blamed him for the public fear and the mass hysteria that went along with everything because it was like, he could have shut those girls down and been like, y'all being crazy, you know, whatever. But he didn't. But then it's also, but no, he's because it's kind of like their mind frame at the time. It was like, everything is evil. It's the devil. It's the witch. It's an imp, whatever. Like if something bad is happening, it's the devil. He has something to do right. with it. So it's just like, okay, like I understand like, that was their mindset of the time, but also it's just like, bruh, fuck you. Like, how are you going to jail 200 innocent people and just be like, oops, my bad. How is that supposed to know? And kill like 19 of them? No. Get out of here. Your house would be the one I'd really haunt. Anyway. <laughs> so, it's known as the Jonathan Corwin house because he was the owner of the house. But because he was the judge of the Salem witch trials, they also call it the witch house Mm -hmm. he himself investigated all actually like all of the claims with the witchcraft and everything so like he went out and did his own little investigations but they feel like because everything that he had done with it i don't remember which woman it was but right before she was to be hanged she like basically cursed him so he was like, oh, shit, she's a witch. Because <laughs> it was just like, you know, like, she's about to be hanged for something she didn't do. So she was like, curse you. <laughs> I don't know what she said, but she basically. I mean, probably. <laughs> that's probably the only thing she had to say, curse you. And he's like, a witch. Yeah. Mm-mm. So it was It's just. Yeah, so then there's also Judge John Hawthorne. It's H-A-T-H-O-R-N-E. And he was also one of the prominent judges, and he also did stay here. And it is said that he did stay at this house. And it's just like, 
okay, cool, whatever. But because they were like such good friends, because they're both like judges and doing all this stuff together, it's just like, okay, well, you're both equally to blame for it. And this is like your common ground. So like shit is supposed to be like extra here, like extra, extra here. Because they're all going after them too. Mm -hmm. Yep. So it was said that the witches were also like they also called the witches puppets of the devil so they were like maybe they didn't know what they were doing because they were overtaken by the devil and signing this book like maybe potentially they had good intentions because it was like well if you don't do this then we're going to do this sort of thing (laughs) so whatever they were puppets of the devil and they um my god one of one of the things that the girls had said was that the witches had placed hexes on them by using dolls so basically almost like a voodoo doll Mm -hmm. sort of thing so that was one of the really big things that the girls had said and right after they started all of those allegations with like the voodoo dolls that's when bridget bishop kind of got pulled into it because they found a voodoo doll near her house it wasn't in her house anything like that it was somewhere near her house interesting so that was basically the whole basis for them finding her guilty and her being hanged. Mm-hmm. So one of the most common reports in this house of like paranormal activity is you will hear a lot of um, disembodied voices throughout the house. They say when you go into the house, it's just it's like one of those just heavy feelings, but it's a little bit more than just like that heavy feeling. There are certain places where you'll get into like the cold spots and the heavy feeling will literally take you over almost to the point where like I watched this video and it was like (laughs) it was these guys and like you could tell because like they they were one of those just like random amateur people and like a thousand percent I'm convinced they weren't acting because like they don't seem like the kind of people who could pull it off that well. Mm But, like, they're doing their whole, like, trip up, and they're walking around Salem, around the town and everything, and they're just, like, these... It would be, like, us, just, like, screaming about everything, but, like, laughing, screaming, and just, like, going crazy, like, look at this, and, like, putting costumes on and being, like, stupid. Right. So they're, like, investigating this house. When they go in, they're all, like, like, we're gonna die, like, all this stuff. Like, they're, like, freaking out, right? So then the one guy is, like talking in like trying to get evps and he's walking into this room and it's like kind of in the front of the house and they're all like oh like sticking their hands in the same spot because it's like a cold chill but then he's like i don't know like i really feel like i want to walk in this direction so he starts walking in the direction and then he stops and then they're like hey man like what are you doing why did you stop he was like stop fucking yelling at me he was like i'm so sick of your shit like you guys are driving me nuts i told you i wanted to walk this way and he just like starts going off and they're like dude like what's nothing wrong? happened yeah they're like they're like what and he's like i'm just trying to get this done and they're like whoa like why are you yelling at us and they're like are you okay and he was just like yeah i'm fine he was like you guys are the ones like acting all crazy and i'm like oh no i was like yo this spirit is feeding off him and just went inside of him like that in costco yesterday demons yeah you were a little angry in costco but i just figured you were hungry no (laughs) i wasn't because we had been like snacking all day (laughs) demons costco is haunted it probably is i turned around i was like do not follow me 
I'm like, go down this aisle. And then I like walk like four aisles like the other way. And then who's behind me? My kid with the cart. The one I'm trying, desperately trying to get away from. <laughs> I think that's something else. Oh my God. Why is she so angry? It's hot in here now. But anyway, so like they say that there's like She's a really. She's trying to warm herself up. She was cold. <laughs> there's like really angry spirits in that house. And they think it's mostly the judge. And they think, like, the residual, like, anger is the fact that after the trials, he was basically discredited because it was just, like, you killed all these innocent people and now look where we are. Like, we have to pay the town. We have to pay their families. So it was just, like, he dealt with a lot of backlash after the fact. Mm -hmm. So it said that, like, in his personal life, it really affected him. He's canceled. Mm -hmm. Basically. Cancel culture. Yeah. Puritan canceled. So he yeah. was still hanging out. But <laughs> but like they still respected him to some point, but then they were also just like, Do I want you to handle my suing lawsuit? Right. Like, I don't know about you. You suck. <laughs> like all of a sudden I'm gonna be a witch. <laughs> like <laughs> so the they think that a lot of that resentment and negative energy is him. But there's also things where if you're walking into the house you can hear a little girl and like they're like it's not just like when you walk into places and they're like oh like i hear this little kid and like stuff like that they're like she is significantly younger than like most you would hear they said she it sounds like she's about like i think they said like four to five years old which makes sense because dorcas dorothy whatever you want to call her was four years old at the time that she was convicted Mm -hmm. so Yeah. Mm hmm. She wasn't executed, but they did find her guilty. But then if she didn't die. Yeah. But the thing is, they feel like it's just because a lot of her life, like they don't really know too much about what happened to her after the fact. Because it's like her mom died. Her Mm -hmm. her sibling died. And then it's like they don't know too much about like what happened to her after the fact. Mm -hmm. And so it could. They're just like it they feel like it has a lot to do with her residual energy because while her mom was in jail, she basically lived in jail with her mother because she was breastfed right at that point. So it was, so even though she could have grown up to be the rightful age of like 16, that her mind was still stuck in that like four year old state. Like either that or some people, she just had so much resentment that that's kind of where like her soul stuck itself. Mm -hmm. Okay. And because a lot of the people that were hanged or executed, they would always curse the judge who was Corwin and Hawthorne. So it's just like, and then you hanging out over here in Judge House. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Curse you, judges. Yeah. So they claim that they'll hear the disembodied voices of a child and they'll sometimes play with toys. A lot of people say that they'll be touched or pushed in this house. Sometimes they'll be like pushed towards doors like they're trying to push them out. Interesting. Mm. Mm. And there is also Ghost Adventures. They have an episode. I haven't I haven't watched it yet because when my friend's daughter was over, we definitely we're binging some ghost adventures because I started her on the new season and I was like, wait, 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 wait. We have to start from the beginning with like the <laughs> 90s clothes and the really bad 
recording so I'm like, 100%. I was like so we started from season one episode one and she was like what the hell is happening I was like everything literally everything I we were watching it at work on Halloween I was like I'm just gonna put this on the TV I need some like ghosty things it was so bad so bad it was horrible I loved it it was my shit so little hitters three about this house Right. They almost demolished the house in 1944 because they wanted to widen the street of the house, like in front of the house. And locals, though, were like, uh-uh, uh-uh, you ain't destroying this piece of our fucked up history because, you know. Because then it's going to be more fucked up. Well, they put a stop to demolishing the house by raising $42,000. But... They were required to move the house. Oh. So in order to widen the street, the house was technically 35 feet that away, but they moved it 35 feet that way. So either way, they still disturbed something within the house because after this, it got worse in there. So like moving the whole house kind of like, because they say a lot of times when you do They pop the cap on the bottle. Yeah, basically. It's Pringles. Poof. Once you pop, you just can't stop. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> that's what they did. The fun. Get started. Once you pop, the fun don't stop. Greasy, not fun. What? You don't remember it? No. No. Oh my god. Obviously. You guys are the ones that are over there dancing. I dance to everything. Yeah, I was gonna say you can't base that. She went nuts, y'all. I don't know what happened over there. <laughs> I just built it prongles. <laughs> prongles. I just remember. I didn't know that they actually said anything. Yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah, I Greasy, not fun. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I think I was just too into dancing at the commercial itself. I'd be like, <laughs> so it was like I don't know. I can't fucking find it now. Yeah, no, but the house is actually really, really pretty. Apparently, Pringles had uh, ridges. Like this is this is the house. Oh, that's creepy. Oh, but it's like it's pretty, but it's, it's creepy as fuck. It's my yeah. style. Like, look at the turret mm, Poof, right shit. in the middle of the house. That's my shit. And it's got, like, the cool-ass, like, clovers. Yeah. Like, oh, man. And then the freaking <clears throat> Argyle windows. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Architecture. I love it. <laughs> anyway. So, now we're going to go to the next place. You want to guess where we're going in this town? Hmm? Wait, wait, wait. I think I found it. Oh, Jesus. Massachusetts. Yeah, I meant in the town. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's from 1997. Oh, I do remember this. Yeah, these graphics are like prime 1990s. <laughs> She, she wiped the grease all on her pants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, he didn't say it, though. No. That's not it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to find it. I'm going to end up finding it. So, this is... 
Oh, my Lanta. A major. Hold on. A major destination for any paranormal seekers. Uh oh. Most paranormal people, like investigators, will come here. Where do you think we're heading, you guys? To the gallows. Close, but no cigar. To, to the cells? To... Mm-mm. The prison? I think you were going to say it. The cliff? Mm-mm. Oh. Dumbass. The... Where they held the trials? The cemetery. Oh. Well, oh, I was not oh no, we I going. thought that before you asked, <clears throat> and then it escaped my memory. <laughs> so, <clears throat> all nineteen of the unnecessary deaths, uh, I, they think all of the victims are buried here. They think <sighs> they're pretty sure. So it was laid out. The plans for the cemetery, like the blueprints, I guess, were laid out in sixteen thirty seven. It is not only one of the oldest cemeteries in Salem, Massachusetts, but also the United States. Bet. A, like, official cemetery. Because, you know, they got, like, burial grounds and things like that. But this is one of the oldest in U.S. record. Hmm. Oh, my God. I found it. Okay. Can I? Yeah. Okay. This crazy ass like, oh, I don't know when this is. Phone. The fun don't stop Oh my god. I never, never. Like, literally, how I was dancing now is how every time. Yeah. It has Tia and Tamara's little brother in the commercial. Oh Oh, my god. Tosh. Yes. (laughs) Oh my god. Jesus. I was trying to think. I was like, where did I know this kid from? I was like, sister, sister. Oh my god. Oh, God. (laughs) So (laughs) they call it like what I have found it as like through all my paranormal sites and resources and all the searching I've been doing. (laughs) That's Leslie. Oh, my God. She's She's so red. She's so broken. It's nice and warm in here now. Yeah, it is. Holy shit. Okay. It's because I turned the light on. What light? <laughs> the candle. Oh, shit. I didn't see you do that. I saw it. I it wasn't lighting for a hot minute. That was because you were looking up your Pringles. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Determined. Okay. So. The cemetery. The cemetery, what I know it as, is Old Faithful. Burying Point Cemetery. Old. Old. Burying. Mm-hmm. Point Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Okay. Faithful. <laughs> it is also known as Charter Street Cemetery. It is the resting place for Salem, most of Salem's most notable residents. So, like all throughout that period, like all of the very prominent prestigious Mr. Hawthorne? people, yes, are buried here. Okay, um, the bishops. <laughs> so the Proctor. earliest headstones that they could find were dated in 1683, but the last marked headstone is from 1881. Hmm. They think there's probably people obviously before then, because, I mean, it was laid out in 1687, and it was owned by the Wade family, but it was a private cemetery for a little bit, but then the town acquired it, and da 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 Anyway. They always be taking everything. Oh, God. <clears throat> yeah. So, 
The land's second owner was Edward Collins, and he broke it up into smaller... Edward Cullen? Collins. Mm. Oh, my God. No. Did he sparkle? Not that I know of. Mm. It's also oh, kind of cloudy. Jeez. It fits the profile. Collins. <laughs> so... vampires. They broke it up into smaller tracks and sold them individually. So... Some of the families that bought the land were the Tufts, the Bradshaws, the Willis, the Wade, the Brooks, Francis, and Whitmore. Mm. And so this is the town of Medford, which is a little bit outside of Salem, but it's technically still part of Salem. It's like this whole thing. Like, anyway. If you live on one side of the street, it's one thing. And you go to one school. But if you live on the other side of the street, it's another school. Yeah. Okay. So... The largest farm, <laughs> the largest farm was owned by Jonathan Wade. He died in 1689. Mm-hmm. He left his estate to his son Dudley. Duh, that's how these things Do go. Right. No, okay, Wade. So Jonathan referred to this plot of land as that little pasture called the burying place. So the Wade family plot actually became the town's burying ground at this point. So after he died, they were like, oh, well, that's what he always called it. So we'll just keep using it for that. So then more people were being buried there. Hmm. Records show that over 600 people are buried in the cemetery. Ooh. But how big is the land? Are they they all just like, okay, it's pretty big. It it kind of, it it no, like it looks like the size of like that. It's probably half of the military cemetery that we used to live next to. Oh, wow. Okay. So okay. it's big. It's big. Yeah, yeah. It's a she, decent size. She big. So, right. So records show mm-hmm. 600, a little bit more than 600 people are buried there. I'm going to be a tree. Okay. Markers, they only found 485. Oops. In the cemetery. There's probably a hurricane. We lost people in the cemetery. Yeah. So, I mean, like, they already know, like... They break down, you know, gravestones, mm-hmm. you know, and then also like some of the gravestones, it was like the markers themselves. It was like the whole family was on the marker. So it was like, okay, well, there's that. So like these like seven people are on this one marker so we can account for that, you know? Yeah. So like the Wade family themselves, they have one marker, but it has four family members on it. So okay. they're just like, okay, whatever. Another thing is, in the Revolutionary War, a lot of soldiers were buried here as well. So they were remain unknown. So they just have a large flagpole with a granite marker that commemorates fallen soldiers. So they don't even know. And then they have slaves buried in the cemetery. So they didn't mark for them. Okay. But they said that at least 50 slaves were buried here. Ooh. Uh, yep. Oh. Legally, slaves were not allowed to have headstones. Oh. Yeah. So one of the creepiest things that you will see here is it's like he... at the cemetery? Yes. Okay. Mm. So if you're going around through the cemetery, there's this really big, gorgeous tree. Like it is like the biggest tree in the cemetery. It's really pretty. This is like a really pretty cemetery. Anyway, so from the tree, you will see a figure. A lot of people capture it in their pictures. They don't really see it like firsthand, if that makes sense. Yeah. And they will see an outline and they will see a man hanged from the tree. But it's actually near where Judge Hawthorne is. 
So like you take a picture of his grave and you see the hangman like above his grave because that's where the tree is. The tree is near his grave. That's gross. So they feel like it's the spirit of someone he hanged kind of just like I'm going to haunt you here for yeah. the rest of eternity. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, here's your quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> yes. You're like, this is your resting place, but... I'm it is just, also mine. Yeah, like, I'm just going to screw you over because you screwed me over. Mm-hmm. They also say that you will actually see him wandering, Judge Hawthorne, you will see him wandering around the cemetery. Like, you'll see a figure of a man. Wow, thanks, Linda. <laughs> you'll see, it, like, a, a full bodied figure just walking around the cemetery and people have said that they've kind of like gone up to him to approach him to kind of like ask him things about the cemetery but when they get closer he turns around and then he's gone because hmm. like they're walking up to him yeah. and then he'll turn towards you and then poof he's gone mm. girl don't look at me like that you know the other day i was in my car this is how you know i've been i've been sleepy <laughs> I was like in my car and I looked in my rear view mirror, swear to beans, there was someone in my backseat. Oh, I was no. like, what? And then I turned to look, nothing there. And I was just like, I was like, okay. I was like, I ain't doing this shit. I was like, where people jump in and out of my car, like that woman in Georgia. I was like, sweet bush, just get the hell out of my car now. And I was just oh, like, my God. <laughs> like i am not doing this shit (laughs) (laughs) they say there are also what what right okay so this is also a fucked up thing that happened during the witch trials because so obviously all of these people are being hanged or drowning because they're trying to see if they float and all this crap because the people that were hanged were obviously in the townspeople's eyes guilty of witchcraft it was considered unlawful and also unlucky to touch the corpse of a witch they basically if they were hanged just cut the rope and, and drop l- them underneath of no and they kind of did like a like a cart thing almost. i was gonna say like a wheelbarrow or like a, a tarp thing and they would just dump them into a, a hole hmm. in the in the cemetery so they never got any like proper burials so they said that you will feel just very uneased like a lot of cemeteries okay so i'm weird so i like cemeteries and like (laughs) like sometimes like when i go into a cemetery it's more peaceful than it is like uneasy like how people get like uneasy but i feel like that's more of just like a personal thing like just being in a cemetery Mm -hmm. but like when you go into a cemetery it really should just be peaceful because people are being laid to rest so they say that when you go in there it's very unsettling like you can just feel like stressed and anxious like there's something wrong but you don't know what it is and they say that a lot of it has to do with like the spirits wandering and people will see like women dressed in puritan garb just walking around the cemetery looking lost Hmm. Like they don't know where they are or like what's going on. And that a lot of the times you will actually feel them like grabbing you. And there was one, I got to see if I can find it and I maybe post a link, but like someone got an EVP of a woman saying like, help me in the cemetery. And I was like, this poor lady. 
She just wants to be helped. It could be a liar. No, I don't think so. Yeah. She's trying to capture you. Maybe. It could happen, but I don't think so. Demons. Duh, that's all why they're all put in the hole. So then they lie to you. Yeah, I mean, that is a thing. Like, a lot of the times they always say be weary of children trying to contact you because it's like when kids like play with toys and stuff and houses and things they're just like oh it's just a little kid and they're like um yeah you might want to rethink that because a lot of demons will take the form of children in order to let you drop your guard and then Mm -hmm. suck you in to their little plan just saying um just saying now we're gonna get into Hawthorne Hotel. Okay, so it is technically among like one of the top 20 most haunted hotels in America, but it was not here at the time of the Salem witch trials. It was built after the fact. Mm-hmm. But it is said that this hotel was actually built on top of Bridget Bishop's apple orchard. Oh, shit. Yeah. Let me tell you now, if I was Bridget Bishop, I'd fuck some shit up in there, too. I'd be like, will you take over my apple orchard? Are you serious? <laughs> like, I would be not a happy camper. So there are some things that happen in here, like the guests of the Hawthorne Hotel report paranormal activities in rooms or when they're just walking through hallways, they will get like the smell of apples. Like you'll walk into a spot and it'll smell like apples, but then you move like not even a foot that way and it won't smell like apples anymore hmm that's weird yeah so like people just randomly get it whether you be like in your hotel room in a bathroom in the lobby just like randomly you'll just smell apples and i was like that's kind of cool no (laughs) and they also see a specter of a woman who roams around the halls and they say there are two rooms that if you really want to get a paranormal experience but not too heavy uh these are the two rooms that have the most reports room 612 people report seeing an apparition of a win- a woman standing just outside the door so she's just chilling outside of your door and i'm like do you think it's bridget they don't really know like some people think it probably is her considering that was like her, her apple orchard yeah. but they're not too sure in room 325, it is known for having faucets turn on and off by themselves. No. The lights will flicker randomly. It's because it's an old place. You know, sometimes handles get loose on the faucets and it'll turn them on. <laughs> and then turn off? Yeah. And then... I've seen it on Ghost, no. of, oh, Ghost Hunters. <laughs> From inside your room... <laughs> This is literally what we're talking about is paranormal activity. And you're trying to say that is no. Okay. Inside your room, (laughs) if you are in room 325, you will hear a baby crying in your room. No. And it will be unconsolable. Like, it is just going ham. Like, you know how just some babies, they just be. (coughs) I just think of like a teething child dobby that's under the table right? yeah i just think of like a teething child how they're just like crying yeah. and like just not happy all the time because like that, sh- that shit hurts Colic. so it is basically the sounds of an unconsolable crying infant and it can be heard in the room next to you 
So they'll hear it in the room next to you. And like people have been like calling down to the front office like, hey, I don't know if they need help. They have a baby crying in the room next door. And like it's been going on for a while. And then they'll go up and check. And the people are like, no, but we hear this baby crying and we don't know where it's coming from. Like we don't have the baby. So by that point, why don't they just say, I'm really sorry, but it's not an actual baby. You're just hearing ghosts. So they do do that to people sometimes. Like they, there is a, there was one story that I read and it was the clerk, like the woman was in the room next door and she was like, but I swear, like there's no one in the room next to us. Like the whole time we've been here, I've never seen anyone in that room, like going in and out of there. Mm -hmm. So like she was talking about it while they were checking out and the clerk was like, oh yeah, that happens all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, thanks for letting me know. (laughs) Like, yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'd be too happy about that. No, thank you. <sighs> oh, you're my wheelbarrow. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, so uh, I meant to say this about the Corwin house. So how they heard like the voices of the young child. So they also don't know if it could potentially be his own children because Several of his children died in the home due to, like, a fever and stuff and, like, being sick. Possibly eating bad bread. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so they also, they're just like, we don't know if that's it. Uh, maybe. So who knows? Oh, and it is currently a museum now. The, the witch house is a museum. Of course. Interesting. Because no one ever wants to live in it. Because people have bought the house, but no one would ever live in it. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Nope. So... The next part. Oh, God. The next place we're going to. The Gallows. Yes. Finally. So, for centuries, F-O-R, not F-O-U-R, for centuries, there was a lot of confusion over where the hangings of the Salem Witch Trial had taken place. A lot of people were like, Gallows Hill, boom, that's it. That's where it happened, which is actually just a little further up from Proctor's Ledge. But forensic, so science and historical evidence has actually pointed to Proctor's Ledge. And it was confirmed to be the spot of the hangings and dumping of bodies. So instead of taking some of the people to the cemetery, they just dumped them right where they were Hmm. and buried them. Yeah. So then they would dig the hole under them and just go. Well, yeah. But um, like a lot of the times. So since it was illegal and unlucky to touch the witches, Mm -hmm. they would just kind of like dump them in this like hole. And a lot of the family members would go in the dark of the night in the dark of the night and dig them out. Yeah. Mm. And they would get them and bury them properly. But they would do it on like their family lands versus like in the actual cemetery (sighs) so when you go up to the hill where it is proctor's ledge a lot of people you will hear distant crying or like screaming Mm -hmm. near the area Uh, you will hit a lot of cold spots so i did watch one where it was like this investigation team went and they were there during the summer because they were like, okay, like if we're going to be outside 
and we just want to make sure like temperature wise out here i'm going to be sweating so then like if i hit a cold spot i know i hit a cold spot like even if it's at night so like the one guy he was seriously like sweating and he had been walking around and then all of a sudden he just starts shivering because he is so cold and like he's just like walking into cold spots and i was like negative i will not be doing that one i was like maybe i'll leave them some flowers like that's kind of like when we were at the park right leslie when we hit that warm spot <laughs> what <clears throat> we're, at the, we're at the park here and then out of nowhere it just got really warm and then somebody was like huh i just got really warm and so <laughs> leslie and i <laughs> said something and we were like with our powers combined we have warmed this little spot <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Why did you say that? I, I remember I what I you said you said that you farted and I said that I peed because oh, oh, I was thinking okay. yeah, I was yeah, thinking yeah. more like when you're in the water and yeah. you pee so it's like a warm <laughs> spot right around you. Stupid. So I was like at this at the same exact time I was like I peed and she's like I farted and we're like oh oh and we're like with our powers combined we have warm air. <laughs> what was that? Children outside. Holy moly. As far as paranormal encounters and like the cold spots, a lot of people will see orbs floating around. Mm -hmm. Sometimes from what I've read, there's like one spot where you'll see like one or two orbs kind of like floating in the same general area, but they're like a little bit higher up. So it's almost like they were hanged there and their orb is just hanging out where they were hanged, which is creepy af just throwing that out there like you just seen a little orb in the air because like most of the time when you see orbs they're like they're in the air well no but they're like moving they kind of like they're like they shift and they're like gone or they'll be bouncing around but they're just like suspended near this spot and there's like three of them almost in like the same heights or like a little bit off Hmm. So it's like, if I saw that, I'd throw up so fast. (laughs) (laughs) So there is a local legend, and it is called the Lady in White. Uh, She frequents Proctor's Ledge, and some people have claimed to see her, and others catch like her disembodied voice. And a lot of the times where people see her is where you feel the cold spots. So they kind of like correlate as to like where she normally walks around is where mm-hmm. all of the cold spots are. They say that most of the time in the EVPs, you'll get the same voice coming back to you. But sometimes there are like other voices, like they've gotten a male voice like one or two times on EVPs that like I have found. And so people are just like, holy shit, who's this guy? So they just assume it's like John Proctor. Because hmm. I mean, like the ledge is named after him. Yeah, so... Apparently, this ledge was, like, on his family's land. One of his family members ended up purchasing the land after the fact, but because he was the first man killed there. So when they did, like, the stone weight thing, when they crushed him, he was the first man actually killed during the Salem trials for being a witch or wizard. Hmm. A warlock. Warlock. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Uh, his sister-in-law was actually Rebecca Nurse, and she was the one who was, she was also executed. And then uh, his wife, Elizabeth, 
was the one who was supposed to be executed, but was pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And Mary Warren was the one who said uh, he was the he was her. F- Mary Warren was his former servant, so she was the one accusing him. Yep. The one that he beat. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Assaulted her for putting up a prayer bill. Yeah. 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 What? Like he had attempted to assault her for putting up a prayer bill like on their little board thing and and he was trying to get her to touch the devil's book oh i can't i can't but if you ever want to go visit it is located at seven pope street i don't think i went to it's also in a residential neighborhood but you're allowed to go there interesting <laughs> I'm going to have this written down and not know what the hell it means. Seven Pope Street. And then I'm going to be like, <laughs> let's go. Let's Google what what's at Seven Pope Street. So we are going to pick next the jailhouse. This one's a good one, you guys. So the jailhouse is currently like the location, the address for the jailhouse now is 50 St. Peter Street. It's in a residential-ish kind of area. It was actually the country's first established penitentiary. Hey! Mm-hmm. It looks kind of like a luxurious apartment building to some people, but just with like an old aesthetic, like very Salem aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it looks big enough to be like a luxury apartment place, but mm. it's the old Salem jail. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they say it is decked out in beautiful accents. There's a restaurant attached. There's all these places like really close by. So it looks very swanky, but it is very, very haunted. And it is not the place you want to end up, which is what a lot of people say. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't I don't think so. (laughs) And the cemetery is not too far from here. I say they I think they said it's less than a mile away. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not okay with that. And the Old Salem Jail was built in 1813. Less than a year after that was when the Howard Street Cemetery was founded. So, like, earlier they had, like, the whole little, like, plot set up going, how, like, they were designing it. So then it was, like, the jail was made. And then they were, like, bam, cemetery. Like, we're actually doing this here. We call it now Old Salem Jail. But for 177 years, it was known as Essex County Correctional Institute. Mm-hmm. That is a very long, ridiculous name. But like whenever you heard this name instantly, it was like, no, I don't want to go there because everyone's just like misery. Yeah. That was literally it was synonymous with misery. They're just like, if you go there, it's not going to be great. And then they actually did like a renovation and expansion in 1884 so like after like obviously way after everything but it's still like and they said that like a lot of the people that were in there around that time were just like things are weird like i can feel things kind of taking me over and like i have like this dreaded feeling but then people are just like dude you're in jail like you're gonna feel like that anyway yeah, because yeah. you're like almost in isolation not kind of but yeah and then it was just like they they had an overflow of prisoners at that point, like around the 1890s. It was just like max capacity all the time. And like, as we know, like mm-hmm. all the fucking jails we talk about, sanatoriums, yeah. whatever. So it's just like beyond max capacity. But people are just like kind of going crazy here. 
and it's not even like you're by yourself sort of crazy because they had other people like there there's yeah. more people than should be in a cell yeah. but it was just like something was taking over certain people and they were just like not themselves and i'm just like no no and they ended up closing it in 1991 that was when they decided to close it as like a jail so now it's a restaurant slash yeah whatever so there are a couple like things not related to salem that are associated with this jail and one of them is the boston strangler oh yes and that was around the 1960s. He murdered Spreed. It was calculated and crazy. And he was actually held here. And so they say that his spirit is also in there, along with all of the people from Salem that were held there. Because a lot of the times, oh. people in the jail would say that they could hear babies crying, right. like a baby crying in their cell. But they're pretty sure that has everything to do with Sarah Good and the fact that like she had her baby in the jail cell. But even though they took the baby from her and I was like, she had another baby Dorcas in the jail cell with her as well. So she's probably crying too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're just like in one of the specific jail cells, like you will just hear a baby crying and people used to go crazy because they were just like, this baby keeps Won't crying. <laughs> well, it was like that. Yeah. And then it was like, we don't know what you're talking about. Like we can't hear this baby crying. And they're like, no, there's a baby crying. And for the most part, modern times wise it was just men that were being held here Mm -hmm. so like they would see women just like pacing around or like sitting in cells crying and you'll just see like figures of women just like and a lot of the men they would just they would they would end up finding men in the same positions as the woman would be in like if you saw the woman but then like you go in and the actual like prisoner is sitting in that spot crying Cause it's like she took over him and was like, "Okay, bitch, we sitting in my spot and we gonna cry today." Oh hell, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I thought that was cool. Actually, no. I don't know about that. God, it's hot in here, Linda. It's not. It's comfortable. No, it's hot. I'm but yeah, really cold because I'm getting tired. We can go run around in circles real quick. It's not gonna wake me up. Fine. Oh, another thing about Proctor's Ledge is apparently in 1914, so like way after everything, Mm -hmm. there was a company nearby and it was called Corn Leather Company. And they weren't too far away from this ledge, but they feel like spirits were not happy about them being there. So a chemical fire started. It burned for over 12 hours. It swept through Salem. It destroyed thousands of buildings. It killed, six, it killed three people, and it left 18,000 residents homeless or jobless. What? Mm-hmm. And they feel like the spirits were really pissed off because they put this company, like this big-ass building, really close to Proctor's Ledge. And so it was just, like, disturbing what semblance of peace that they had. Right. Mm-hmm. So hmm. ever since then, ain't nobody built nothing over there. Uh-uh. But I was just they like, didn't rebuild the homes. Well, yeah, but it was just oh, like you because mean on that yeah, because it was just like the fire spread so quickly. Right. That's why it got to all the homes and everything. But I was just like, damn, that's crazy. Mm-mm. Yeah, and then they have like, uh, I think it's called Gallows Hill, and it's almost like in a park kind of area. Yeah, it's Gallows Hill, and a lot of people said that it was like 
that like heavy, depressed, dark feeling you would get when you went up to Gallows Hill. And it's maybe like a mile and a half away from Proctor's Ledge because this was the spot where they originally thought that all of the hangings happened. But then like obviously they figured out it wasn't. But they were just like something have had to happen over here. Mm -hmm. They're like because it's just as heavy as anywhere else in Salem. But then they like historically you look back and then they had like the Revolutionary War and things like that. And then all of the fightings with the Native Americans. So like even though people would assume that that was where all the hangings happened, like they still see people walking around. They said they're like a lot of people will see a man in colonial clothing, but it's more Puritan than just colonial because they dress differently. Yeah. And so they were like, we don't know, like maybe he was like a judge or something or just like someone who had been hanged. But they're like, there's just this really creepy looking dude that just walks around here. And if he gets close to you, it's just like you can feel like this heaviness, like you can't breathe. They're like, because a lot of the times if they get close to you, it's just like, oh, like I'm just bleh. like whatever emotions they're feeling, it's coming on to you. They're like, but no, like you feel like you're choking. And I'm just like, I ain't going to the gallows. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can't take pain. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I would love to go here. But at the same time, I'm like, would I, though? Would I want to go there? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. But that's really all that I have as far as like a spooky yukis. And there are some places where like they said like in the Hawthorne house. Oh, well, I was like, going to ask about the different houses and stuff like that for the people that were like tried and killed. So, some of the houses because of like time, mm-hmm. they can't really pinpoint exactly where people in the village lived. Yeah. So, it's just like when you're just walking around the town and a lot of just like the regular establishments are very haunted. So it's like they could have been built over these places. So like there are some places I know there was like a tavern or something and like people get fucked up in that tavern. Like they'll walk into certain spots of the tavern and they'll have like scratches all over them or like people touching them or they'll feel like they're pushed or pulled and stuff like that so it's like it just depends on like where you are but they as far as like historically pinning things to the Salem witch trials like those are like the biggest places Mm because everything else it's like potentially this woman could have lived here kind of like how they did the apple orchard yeah so that was why they're just like we don't know where these people are so it's like unless you're going in there with a medium and figuring out who exactly is scratching who like could be anything yeah (laughs) (laughs) it could be anybody (laughs) like (laughs) that makes sense that makes sense (sighs) okay let's see i'm going to find a missing person for today okay that was i always say that okay so this is a little bit different than what we normally do, people. I mean, it is a missing person, but this is a little bit different of a situation. So the United States Coast Guard is looking from a man who sailed out from Salem, Massachusetts and was not heard from in has not been heard from in a week, but it's been a little bit longer than that. But anyway, we're getting there. Matthew Dennis, 22, was headed towards Florida in a white 28 foot fiberglass sailboat when he left Salem, his hometown, on September 2nd, 22nd, 
says the United States Coast Guard. He was last heard from on September 29th off the coast of Long Island, New York. He is a white male, 22 years old. He wears glasses, probably doesn't have them on now. The last outfit he was known to be wearing was jeans and a black jacket with another black shirt or hoodie underneath of it. There are no real descriptions of what he looks like, which is unfortunate because what am I going to go off of? And again, it is Matthew Dennis, 22 years old of Salem, Massachusetts, and he was in a 28-foot fiberglass sailboat. If you have information on him, please contact the Coast Guard or local authorities, depending on where you are at. So 911, because they don't give me any Coast Guard numbers. So who freaking knows what that phone number is? But, yep. What? Nothing. What? <laughs> I don't know the Coast Guard's phone number. Police. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I told you my method's the best method. Just, no, it's not. It's really not. No one listens. So, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for coming Thank to our back from sabbatical. Thank you. Tinks. And hopefully you liked the last three episodes on the Salem Witch Trial because we had to make up for spooky yuki season. And it's always spooky season with me. Happy Thanksgiving. That sounds creepy. Already? Is this mm-hmm. Thanksgiving week? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Mary and Joseph. Is, wait. This Tuesday, next Tuesday, and then the Tuesday after that. Yeah. One. Yes, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Nope. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving people in America. If you don't celebrate we Thanksgiving, are thankful for y'all. Yeah. For listening and hanging out with us through episode 76. We got to think close. of something cool to do for 100. Or, Drop us some ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. hey. Maybe by then we'll be doing uh, videos. Oh. Hey, because hopefully by then I'll have a house. Hey, hey. so then we can have a decadated room. Hey, she won't make me drive. I ain't moving that far away. We can't talk about it right now, but we'll talk about it later. Right. Hey, <laughs> thank you for stopping by. We will see you all next week. Wait, come. Oh, look at our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram uh, at ECC the podcast. Visit our website at eccthepodcast.com. You can also come to our link tree or Patreon. Rate and review. Or subscribe or follow. All of those. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. We love you. Bye. Bye. It was hot as hell in here. Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC the Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya!